Hi, and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. I am The Lonely Triathlete, Todd, coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on this Tuesday, September 26th. Well, I'm into my second week of my training for the new season. I am so enjoying these short 45-minute cycle sessions, 40-minute easy runs. I know it's all going to change in the weeks ahead, but right now, 45 minutes feels like 10. Like it's compared to what I had been doing, this feels like nothing. So easy, easy, easy. And I'm not swimming at all until probably June next year. I mean, it sounds crazy to say that, but I hardly swam this year and last year, and it didn't change my swim time at all. One month of swimming got me back up to speed. Now, I don't know. I think at one day I will start swimming in earnest again, but with COVID starting to spike and my spouse with long COVID, it's just too risky for me to go into locker rooms or indoor facilities to swim. So I will sacrifice and I will not swim. I love my swimming. Oh, felt so good to swim this summer, but I'm going to not do it. Um, I'm going to replace my swim sessions with twice weekly dry land training sessions. So I'll go through the swim motions. I'm actually going to look into some resistance bands to see if I can mimic some swim motions. I'll get a little, my intention is to get a little bit more, um, what's the word, specific about my dry land swim training and do as much as I can to simulate uh, swimming while not getting wet. So that's my plan. So listen, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I started to do grounding or earthing. And so what does that look like? Again, every day after dinner, I'd go down to the beach. I'm very lucky to be living two blocks from the Pacific Ocean here. So I go down to the beach, I put my feet in the sand or I put my feet in the ocean and I read for 30 or 45 minutes. Now, you don't need sand or ocean. All you need is a patch of grass or dirt. That will work too. But I happen to have the ocean, so I'll use it. Anyway, it is starting to get colder and rainy and windy and a little bit Canadian folly and soon to be Canadian wintry and then Canadian springy. You know how the seasons work. I don't have to explain it to you. But I am coming up to a time of year where I'm not really wanting to go outside and put my bare feet anywhere. So I've also purchased a special grounding mat, which is conductive fabric and it connects to the earth outside. And I work with my feet on that grounding mat all during the day. And at night, I put the grounding mat in at my feet in my bed while I sleep. So I get a lot of grounding during the day, at least for the last week and a half. I don't even think it's been two weeks. So less than two weeks of grounding a whole bunch every day. And I have been resisting to say anything because this has not been a long time. Just just call it two weeks. It's just not a long time. But I can't deny that something has been happening in my body. 
So get this. I've had hip pain in my right hip for the last two, maybe three years. I've had it every day, 24-7, right? Seven days a week, chronic, always there hip pain. Now, it fluctuates in intensity from maybe a 4 out of 10 to as much as a 7 out of 10. and But it's always there. I've used my massage gun on it that helps temporarily. I have an infrared sauna blanket that I use that helps a little bit. I have a foam roller that I use that helps a little bit. But the pain never goes away. And especially after a run workout that later that day and the next day, it's at its maximum. So I figured, you know what? I just have to live with it. It's not going away. I mean, after you've had something for two years or three years every day, you kind of get to the point of saying, I guess this isn't really going to change. So I've had it and will always have it. And I decided that's just what I have to live with. It's the price I pay to being an athlete because I'm always running and I'm always cycling and my hip rarely gets any rest. Well, after almost two weeks of grounding, the pain is 90% gone. And I mean suddenly 90% gone. I can only find pain in my hip now if I dig my fingers in deeply and really root around in there. And I go, okay, there's where the pain is. But people, two or three years of seven days a week of pain, you, I notice when something is different. And this pain is magically, it seems, magically gone. And this was one of the benefits that the researchers reported when they did studies into grounding over the last two decades. I, I just didn't think it would work for me. I thought, you know, I just, I just thought, you know, I'm sure there are some people that it worked for. Maybe it's a placebo effect. Um, uh, maybe people like in way worse you know, condition than me and they would notice it, but I'm pretty healthy. I'm pretty fit. And maybe I wouldn't really notice anything specific. I was more doing it for the, the general belief and the health benefits. It's almost like taking vitamins, right? When you take a multivitamin, do you feel like Superman the next day? Do you feel like amazing? Like, oh, I'm taking a multivitamin. Now I feel so healthy. No, I, at least I've never felt anything taking a vitamin. So to me, this was like one more thing to do, like get some more fresh air, um, walk around outside more. Yeah, it's all good for you. I just didn't think I would actually experience something dramatic. Well, I, I know these are early days, so I've been hesitating to say anything. Maybe the pain will come back, but I just have to say after two weeks, my, this chronic pain is disappearing. So that's it. That's That's all I'm saying. I don't know why, but... It's working and it's crazy. Uh, hey, okay. So although my last triathlon was over three weeks ago, and I typically make that my last you know, race or event of the year, I decided to do a 10K race last Sunday. So I did the 10K. It's called the East Side 10K in Vancouver. It was their 10th anniversary. And it just so happens that I did the very first east side 10k 10 years ago so i thought i saw an ad for it online and i thought you know what it'd be kind of cool to do the 10th anniversary given that i went to the inaugural event 
And it's literally, I, I cycled there in less than 15 minutes, so super close to me. So I went. Well, let me say, wow. The first year, I, I think there were only 300 people in the race the first year. I might be wrong, but it was only in the hundreds. And on Sunday, there were almost 3,000 people in this race. 3,000. That's a lot of people running in the same race as you. And the energy in the air was fantastic. Uh, and I'm, I'm always very curious whenever I do run a 10K because I, in the last you know, 10, 15 years, I have only trained for triathlon. So I've rarely trained for a specific run. And you know, triathletes are like, we're like the jack of all trades and masters of none, given that we have to spread out our training over three different sports and over a week and throw in, you know, gym work on top of that. It doesn't give you a lot of time to be very good at any one of the sports. So, you know, my 10K running speed has always maxed out at a certain amount because I'm just not able to do any more running. Well, to prove to myself that if I was to back off on triathlon training and just do run-specific training, that I could significantly improve my running, about seven years or so ago, I decided to spend a six-month training block just running. I just ran, and I managed to shave like two to three minutes off my best 10K speed. That's that two to three minutes is a lot of time to take off your 10k so anyway let's come back to the present a friend asked me shout out to dave if you're listening dave he asked me what my goal time was for this race and i said i think i have 46 minutes in me and i said that as both an aspirational goal because i really wanted to run that fast that would be like cool to run close to 45 minutes so i figured yeah 46 is is doable but also realistic because based on my last triathlon i thought you know if i just ran a 10k i think i could run it in around 46 minutes so i showed up at the race um i i saw behind me the 45 minute pacers in the corral so i decided to run with the 45 minute pacers i stuck with them for the first five kilometers, so the first half of the race, right behind the 45-minute pacers. And I was looking at my watch thinking, man, we're going at a 44-minute pace. Am I crazy to be running this fast? Because I don't think I can maintain a 44-minute pace. And as it turns out, no, I could not. We hit an 800-meter hill, and I immediately started to drop back. But I was okay with that because I figured, you know, I had some time in the bank. I think my average pace at that point was 4 minutes and 23 seconds per kilometer, which was actually under 44-minute pace. So I decided to run within myself because at 5K, I was really hurting. I thought, you should not be hurting this much at 5K if you're going to continue. So I backed off a little bit, and by the time I got up and down that hill... I was right on a 46-minute pace. And over the next couple of kilometers, I would gain pace and I would lose pace, but I was always sticking right around a 46-minute pace. And then eventually I saw the finish line. I did not feel well. <laughs> I, was, I was trying so hard to hold it together. 
And so with 500 meters to go, I dug deep to make a sprint for the finish because I knew I, I must have been right on the verge of 46 minutes. And I thought, if there's a chance to go under, I can do it. But my body said, no, you shall not go faster. And then with 200 meters to go, I tried to sprint again. But again, my body said, no, you are going to vomit and fall on your face before you get to the finish line. So I was not going to argue with my body. And then with 50 meters left, I desperately pleaded with my brain for a final burst of speed and my body responded and I charged or at least I felt like I charged across the finish line in 46.10. So close, so close, so close. But you know, I felt, I felt so satisfied because I know I gave it everything I could and that's really what it's all about, right? I gave it everything I could. And even, I mean, I even ended up 10th in my category out of 76 people. So at the end of the day, it was a roaring success. And here I sit two days later and my legs are still a bit sore. You know where I get it? I really, when I run really, really hard, I feel it in my hamstrings and I feel it in my groin. Um... And I do feel it in my hamstrings in training whenever I do fast intervals, but I never feel pain in my groin until the end of a race. So it must be that, you know, when you're racing all out, the big muscles start to fail and the little muscles like those in the groin start to pick up the slack of it. So yeah, that was a great experience. I'm glad to do it. I'm pretty sure that's my last race of any kind this year. If I were to do another, say, 10K, you know, part of me says, oh, I should just go in and run it easy and enjoy the experience. Yeah, right. If if I do sign up for something, I'm going to go balls to the wall again. I just know it. So I don't think I will. I think I'll just keep training for triathlon. So that's that. That's my 10K race update. Oh, and one final update. Some of you wrote to me. Uh, to give me your opinion opinion about waterproof running shoes. And I have to say, Rachel, Rachel sold me with her statement, which was, I can't believe I went this long without them. That was it. That's all I needed to hear. Because I went last Saturday, what today is, what, Tuesday? So I went like a few days ago and I bought a pair of Gore-Tex waterproof running shoes and uh, it looks like with our current weather, I'm going to get to try them out tomorrow morning. I am excited. I can't wait. I've never been excited to run in the rain before. Maybe after tomorrow morning, I won't be as so excited anymore. But I am at this very moment as I sit here and talk to you, I'm excited. So thanks for the push that I needed, Rachel. Okay, that's it for me. I hope everyone's training is going well. If anyone wants to email me with their experience with the grounding, I'd be all ears. You can send me a note at thelonelytriathlete at gmail.com. Until next time, peace. Peace.